Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Welcome to Friday show. Morning studio. Morning. We got a big day. We got Philip Phillips coming on to play. You're going to make this place your home. We got Dr. Lori on to appraise my coin that I think is worth thousands of dollars. This coin is from 1905. That's amazing. Oh, it's right here so on my desk. Old. Yes, sir. That is really old. At 10 Central tickets to my Nashville show for comedically inspirational. Go on sale at bobbybones.com. I hope you get them. We're going to do something a little different this morning. I'm going to give you a new story. And on Fridays, we go around the room with a new story, but I got something different today. Okay. Okay. The story is a 73-year-old tries lottery for the first time, wins the jackpot. I hate so, so dumb. Lot. Yeah. It's so a dumb. A 73-year-old who decided to play the Oregon lottery won $52,000 a year for life. Gosh. 73 years old, $52,000 a year for life. Oh, what so a waste. only going to make about $100,000. Well, it's a woman. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, older. It's unfortunate. But it's fortunate. But it's fortunate at the You're same rich. time that they won, right? Yes. So that's from UPI. Now, that being said, I do want to say yesterday's show, we scratched more tickets. The one ticket that we had left over, the $125 outlier ticket, is not a winner. Oh. Uh, okay. So by the end of it, we had $125 left from 2000 Yeah. So we went from 2000 to <laughs> 1100 to 600 to 125 and so I put in an extra 25 bucks myself just so we could get three more $50 ones. Wow, we have not. These are the last three tickets. I mean, this is our last breath. We're going to scratch them right now live. And, the, and Amy, Lunchbox, yeah! and myself. Woo! That's where the big money is. We're the big dog. We're going to scratch it live. Amy, you're a little dog, but. No, Amy's the third biggest dog. She's the biggest a big dog like me and you. So we have these $50 scratchers. Again, we started with $2,000, and every time we've done a round, we've taken the money and put it back into tickets. This is what you do. This is what happens in Vegas. You're down to your last spin. You're down to your last 20. Every time that happens to me, I don't win. And you win the millions. No. You've won millions in Vegas? No, but I... Oh. Yeah, how many times have you been on your last spin or chip, though? Uh, quite a bit. Yeah, right. All right. 
But it's so, like in the movies, guys, that's how it happens. Get to scratching. We're going to stay here. I'll just watch you guys scratch. Yeah, Eddie, you watch us scratch. Uh, first one, not good. But we don't need commentary don't, the whole time because yeah. it's going to mess everybody up. Gosh. But there are three $50 tickets left. How do we never hit a bonus? Stop saying hey, that. I've never hit it. I hit the bonus. The first ticket, first scratch, and then ever, ever since then, no one's hit it. And they say it's one in... 2.6. And I've scratched, I think, seven or eight tickets, and I've won one time. So how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Well, because nobody else has won either. That's what's not possible about it. I would get it if somebody else had won all the times that I didn't win. Make that 2.6. If you guys get a winner, say you got a winner. Only three of us. So far, I do not have a winner. Dang. Okay. Okay. Oh! But it doesn't work like that. They just throw random numbers at that point. They purposefully do it so close. That's that's even more of a loser. I know. And, and you know Trust what? Me, I know hurts his spirit a little bit is he scratches the value you on every single say one. Something? If, if you get a winner, okay. You have a winner. I've won something. Yeah, let's don't, go. Don't scratch the number yet. Then have you already see what you won? Oh, is it a ticket? I'm tired of tickets. Is yeah. it a ticket? I I don't know what you mean. Now don't scratch the prize yet. Do you know what the number is underneath the matching oh, number? not fully. Good. Okay, don't then. Not fully. I, I mean, can see like a teeny bit of the number. Okay, well, what Lunchbox does, he scratches the number first. And so it's, it's extra disappointing to him. <laughs> yeah. Because he goes five million. Oh, well, I don't even touch that thing. Yeah, yeah. Why would you? Well, because I want to know if I was close to winning a million. Because well, all the ones million. that you don't have, it's always like a million dollars. Okay. Scratching. Dang it. That was 10,000. Okay, but... Right, but it, it wasn't a matcher, but it would have been 10,000. It wouldn't have been 10,000. Well, if it would have matched. Do you know what I was amazed by when we were doing this segment? That people loved hearing us scratch tickets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people watch somebody clean something or some of these videos where you're like, why do people watch this? I get so many messages going, this was the greatest bit ever here and you guys scratch tickets on the post show. There's something on TikTok where they spray a, a, like a, light, a headlight, a dirty headlight. Yeah. And man, they just wipe it off and it's... I'm in. So amazing. I'm good. Amy, you want something? Lunchbox, did you want anything? I'm not there yet, man. How are you so slow? Because I scratched the whole thing. Now I, now that I realize you're so far ahead, I've got four lines to go. I'm not scratching the whole thing. Amy, what'd you win? I, I'm i still adding it up. Oh, Wait, adding, I'm not it up. Done, adding it up? I'm not done scratching because I have, I have some winners. Winners? 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 See? This is what people want to hear. Come on, Amy. Let's go. Yeah. Wait, hold on, Amy. You wait. I'm almost Nobody's done. changed the show since you said you won something earlier. Wow. Bobby, Amy, how much Amy, you win? Amy, you haven't scratched some numbers. I won nothing. Ho! Ho! Winner! 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 I have to focus. That's too <laughs> much, though, for $50. I haven't scratched the prize yet because you guys didn't Love want me that. to. Love that. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. That's our guy right there growing my, right in front of our eyes. I changed up my strategy because you guys didn't want me to scratch the number. Hey, don't make the mistake I did. Remember the number. I already know the number. Okay. It's number 85. Good right hand you. column. Five down. Okay. Is everybody, scr- is everybody scratched? I'm on my final. Okay. Now, this is awesome. You know it's going to be. It's going to be a big one. A big one. 50. Big thousand. ticket. No, no. No, it ain't going to be no ticket. Come Eddie, on. will you look and make sure the number matches the number, though? Yeah, yeah. Just to make sure. Stop. Okay. You Hold don't on. Get, stop. No, it. it's the last time you did this, you didn't win. That was my fault. Oh, my God. 
Amy, Amy, don't say that. Oh my God! Let me see it. Come oh my God! Come to me. Oh my God! Please, don't look at it. No. Amy, come to me. Oh my God! Oh my God! Do we need to go to commercial? Amy, come to me. Do we need to go to commercial? Amy, come to me. Amy, come to me. No, Bones, don't, 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 don't. Let me see. Let me see. Don't say anything. Come over there. Show me. No, no. Do we need to go to commercial so we don't get robbed? We gotta go to commercial. We gotta go to commercial so we don't get robbed. But I'm not gonna tell anybody. Let me see that. No, no. I'm gonna make sure it's real, guys. Can't breathe. We, she, oh my God! All of us oh. were shaking. Oh no, Amy! No, oh, Amy. don't That's do that. Point. Amy, don't do that crap. Did you do it wrong? Oh my, oh my God! <laughs> Why did we do this? First lunch box. <laughs> Amy, did you do it wrong? First lunch box. And I should know because she doesn't even know how to read a lottery ticket. Please talk. <laughs> oh my God! She threw the ticket down. I, it yep. is. A, it is a winner. Yeah, but what did you think we won? <laughs> what did you think we won? And when you went, oh my gosh, you thought we won blank. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> five million. Five thousand dollars. Oh, you thought we won five thousand. That would have okay. been great. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh man, I was going to commercial because I didn't want to get robbed. Oh, but God. what? What did we win? <laughs> what, what is happening? A ticket. A ticket. What yeah. did, twenty-five plus twenty-five is fifty. Yeah. That's it. When you say you're adding them up, it was those two numbers. <laughs> Well, I wasn't. I wasn't done scratching. Oh my! I God. thought there might be more. When she gasped like that. I did. I know. <sighs> I know. The problem is, I scratched it and yeah. I saw five thousand dollars here, but it wasn't the pal. Okay. Um, lunchbox. Did yeah. you scratch your number? No, I didn't know yet. Okay, let's go. You want to do it right let's now? Let's do it right now. No, 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 break it. I'll, let's just go do it. I'm tired of being faked out. I thought we won the lottery Me twice. Too, between so lunchbox it. screaming fifty thousand and Amy having a seizure, I thought we hit money. I just got an ab workout. That, that's so funny. That we all of us that's scuba not Steve threw his hands in the air. We all thought we were going on a trip. <laughs> Lunchbox. So Scratch it. It's got a seven in it. Okay, it's seventy-five. Yeah. I haven't done that or hot. Go ahead. Other what? <laughs> seventy-five. Okay. So, so we, we broke we, even. Basically. Well no, I bet in an extra twenty-five. Oh. So we actually weren't. So we're back to one twenty-five. This is the closest we've been. Yeah. How? To what? Being even? Yeah. Being even, to, man. To the amount Like spent. I told you. Did you enjoy the time Amy freaked us out and we thought we won? <laughs> no. Did you enjoy like that seven seconds, everybody? Amy. Oh, man. Okay. And we're starting our day like this? Yeah, exactly. Well, well we're here we are. Get more tickets. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get more tickets. More. Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones, my really good friend and I have been roommates for the last two years. We have a great house. It's an incredibly good deal, but I'm making less money than I was when I first moved in. I'm just scraping by. I have a chance to move into a smaller place where I could actually start living below my means again. I don't think my friend will be able to keep this place without me. I'm not sure how to handle this. I know what would be good for my wallet, but is it worth it to put my friend in a tight spot just to save a few bucks? Signed, finances versus friendship. Interesting question. Now, I would assume there's some sort of lease agreement because if you can afford it, even if it's a bit of a struggle right now and you're in the lease, you should stay in the lease until the lease is up. And sometimes you just can't. It sucks. But if you can stay in the lease for the next three months, we'll just put that on it. Stay in it. Give them a three-month head start. Hey, I'm hurting financially. I got to go to a smaller place. I can go to the lease term, but I can't resign. I can't renew. Don't make it about not being with him. Make it about the lease. Like, I can't afford to renew the lease. Mm -hmm. Let's still live together, but let's move somewhere smaller. 
give him the option to go out of the lift somewhere that's that's larger, somewhere with a little more room. Give him that option because he may want to do that or he may want to move with you. You kind of put it on him in that way. If you can, you need to honor the lease. If you cannot honor the lease or the agreement, maybe there is no lease. You try to find someone that can come in and be the roommate to him. Yeah. So, but the conversation is first, I can't afford rent anymore. This, uh, my, my job doesn't pay as well as it used to. We got two options here. We can find another roommate in my place, or you can just have the whole house if you want to pay the double. Like, give him the option so he doesn't feel like he's pressed into a corner. It's all how you handle it and you present it because it is your friend. So if you can leave tomorrow, you don't leave tomorrow. You make sure to find a good roommate that can also pay their share of the rent. If you can leave in three months when the lease is up, you do that, but you present the option, hey, do you want to come with me? I don't think if it's a true friend, they're going to be upset when it's financial circumstances. I think you got it. You just got to be, one, open about it and even vulnerable that you're broke. And then you just got to remember that your friend's going to be your friend for a long time after this. And you don't want this to be the reason you're not friends anymore because you can handle it in a way that keeps your friendship, maybe makes it stronger. That's my thought. Amy? Yeah, I don't, yeah, it doesn't have to be friendship versus finances. How can you keep both intact? Just like Bobby's saying, and you never know. Your friend might surprise you and be like, hey, what's the actual difference that would be beneficial to you? And Maybe he could put it, but then, right. he, then he's going to like, I pay more. We're watching Judge Wapner. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, prison. you know that crap is what lunch Maybe there do. is if like he paid more than half the rent. You know, 100%. different. Yeah. Like, I don't know if as roommates y'all share chores or who does this part or you know whatnot. So there also could a be a way great, where they're yeah. like, hey, I can cover the extra fifty bucks a month if that would help you or a hundred. You know, if you do X Y Z something that's valued up to that. Yes, mm-hmm. that is also a great option. Yeah, yeah. Present these options. Don't just move out. Once I had a roommate, just move out. Didn't tell me. I just came back and it was gone. Yeah, that's... That's crazy. We're we're friends again. (laughs) Took a while. But my freshman year, I was living in the dorm. And I was just say it was Evan. And we were friends all through (laughs) high school, best friends. And yeah, I was tough to live with because I was like, you have to be quiet. I have to go to work. I have to go to school all day and go to work. We can't party in here. Oh, boy. I got to go to bed. You got to be quiet. And so I just came back to the room one day. Nothing was... It was like half the room never existed. So where did Evan go? to live with another friend. <laughs> a cooler friend. Somebody that would like fun. hang out and do fun <laughs> stuff. I had to work, man. Good job, Amy. I like that. that. That's it right there. Let us know how it goes. Appreciate the email. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's the most fun segment because we don't know what's about to happen. It's Fun Fact Friday. Let's get it on. Fun Fact Friday. All right, around the room. Give me your fun fact. Eddie. This is ironic. So the first guy that designed the fire hydrant, he did the patent, he registered it, but no one knows who that is because the patent office caught on fire. <laughs> and all the information on that was gone. So the next guy in line, he's like, he modified the original one. He's like, all right, I'm the guy. I'm the one that designed it. But the original one, don't know who it is. Nobody came forward to be like, it was me. They tried to, but they couldn't prove it. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> one, it sucks. Uh-huh. But two, isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Yeah, it caught on fire. Yeah, crazy. Probably because the fire hydrant wasn't close enough that they had. Oh, probably. <laughs> okay, lunchbox. Giraffes. You know what they are. They're big, tall. Some say the tallest animal in the world. But what's crazy is their poop is the size of a marble. 
Because they have so many chambers that break it down as it travels their whole body. Hmm. Comes out the size of a marble. That is interesting. Morgan. Kentucky's Fort Knox is one of the most secure places in the U.S. It's home to over 147 million ounces of gold, and it has the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Saw that documentary where Nick Cage went into there. No, that's a movie. Oh, National Treasure. National yeah. Treasure. Oh. That's good. I like that documentary. But it's so <laughs> secure that not one single person on Earth knows all of the procedures to open the vault entirely. Like the KFC recipe. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Is it there the too? The Constitution is not like in a museum somewhere where I can go look at it? The Declaration of Independence, possibly in D.C. I didn't know this, but if she says it, I believe it. And what's the point of having it if you don't put it on display? Maybe you can see it. I don't know. Do they have it on display? I don't think they have it on display. It's like locked away. There might be replicas of it so people can see it, but it's supposed to be secured because somebody could take it. And like, a lot okay. of But if they take it, we already know what it is. Cool. But you could say that about anything then. Well, I mean, everything in a museum is on... It's a Shakespeare written by his hand. We already know the play. Who cares if someone steals? (laughs) We know how it is. The original Constitution is obviously valued in, I mean, a a billion dollars. That's what our country was formed on. It's a document, too. I mean, you sell a thing on eBay, it's going to go for crazy amounts of money. I think it might get flagged. That's fake. (laughs) (laughs) Amy? A trained bloodhound sense of smell is so spot on that it can be admitted as evidence in a court of law. I had no idea. As the dog smelled whatever it was trained to smell, like we for sure got contact. Not dog, give on the stand, please. Uh, What'd you smell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so bloodhounds can follow tracks over 300 hours old, and they can stay on a scent. I would hate to be able to smell that good. Mm. I'd smell everything all at once, because you'd have like 20 smells at the same time. Old, new, Smell overload. Food, butts. It'd all be in the same <laughs> breath in. It would be miserable. That'd be too much smelling. They can stay on the scent for 130 miles. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, finally, Amy, I'll ask you a sports question. Sure. Who do you think the college team is with the most football national championships ever? Nick Saban. That's not a team. No, no, no. The college. They're Alabama. The okay, Alabama. Alabama, roll tide. Bama, roll tide. Hold hey, on. I'm just... Talking it out here. Well, no, you said that. Matter of fact, that's just your guess. Okay. Is that your guess? Yeah. Eddie? I like it. Alabama. Let's Oh, man. Oklahoma. Morgan, take guesses this too. Mm, Nevada. Okay. Well, Ooh. it's not that one. University Bear, of Nevada. Bear Bryant. <laughs> it's not that one. Bear Bryant would be Alabama. Alabama. Well. I know. Um, okay. Or Kentucky. I just like throwing out sports. Yeah, I like it. Facts. Uh, the actual answer is Princeton. What? Princeton has 28. Probably early on. They huh? were winning them in the late 1800s. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there were only like five schools competing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but they they have 28. Like, now, that being said, hobby. once the NCAA became a body, since then they've had 15 wow. even. But Yale, wow. so it's Princeton at 28 overall. But then if you go, we're only going to do new times. Yale is the number one with 18. That's wild. Princeton... Alabama 16, Princeton 15, Notre Dame 13, and Michigan and Southern California, USC tied at nine. Uh, Nevada did not make the list, Morgan. <laughs> good guess. I though. tried. That yeah, is good. wild. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, for the sport kind of invented up Yeah, I understand, that. but I wouldn't, I mean, you could have made a lot of money on that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like the Sooners were ripping it up. That was just Native American ground then. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't really playing football. Fun fact Friday. Today at 10 a.m. Central, tickets to my comedically inspirational show in Nashville go on sale. You can get them at bobbybones.com. 10 a.m. Central, would love for you to come. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
Janie Morales was with her boyfriend, Ken, and they were at a Tampa Bay Rays game, and they're watching baseball. And when they notice a few rows down, there's some commotion going on. Well, Janie, she used to be an ultrasound technician. So she's like, I don't know. I'm kind of in the medical field. Let me see what's up. She goes over there. There's a man who's completely passed out. His face is blue. So she knows his heart stopped. So she starts, she pulls him over to the aisle and in the middle of the aisle and during the game, and they stopped the game for this. And so she's doing compressions. She does three sets of 30 compressions. It's not working. Paramedics show up with a stretcher. They do an AED, shock him a couple times. That's not working. Well, they take him in the ambulance and somewhere between the park and the hospital, he regains consciousness. He's good. And he says that he's in stable condition right now. In a couple of days, he should be released from the hospital. So how, why is he good? The, I guess the compressions, the AD, all of it. All is, that, all those people jumping into different levels. Yeah, exactly. Like her, then them, then, man, imagine you almost died. And then you wake up and they're like, you almost died. Mm-hmm. You probably don't even know. Like, you, what do you don't mean? know. Tell me the me. whole story. You just got to be like, golly, I'm so fortunate. And then, man, why did I get to live? I'd have that, I'd have that guilt. Oh, survivors. Yeah. Remorse. Survivors. Guilt. guilt. I'd be like, Interesting. so many people guilt. die, and I got to live. Wow. And then I'd probably go out and just start giving everything away. But you would do really? All yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that's, 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 that's cool of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what Eddie does sometimes when he's like, "Oh, a kidney story. I'd yeah. like to donate a kidney." I've thought yeah. about donating. Yeah, I was kidney. just doing what you do. <laughs> No, that's not the okay. same. One day I'm going to donate a kidney. You watch me. Oh my gosh. I'm going to donate a kidney. Yeah, save mark, it. mark it down. Save it. Okay, so now he's just going to He's just going to be an organ donor. Oh, then we're going to die and they're going to take his organ. <laughs> oh, I got you. Hey, you're thinking about Janie and Ken though. What did they do? They went and got a margarita, watched the rest of the game. Really? Yeah, after all that. And there was an eight minute pause in the they game. they stopped the game. Eight minute pause and then they resumed activity. Yeah, good for them. Okay. Good for the game, too. (laughs) He lived. It's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. My cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about rocket money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills budgets and all things money with ease because my cousin was right it was empowering something else rocket money does they help you manage your subscriptions yep it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions it also monitors your spending helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings and it's pretty cool that rocket money has over 5 million users that's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Dr. Lori, PhD, antiques appraiser. She tells us how much stuff is worth or not worth. Sorry, Eddie. Yeah, no, that, that one hurt. You're the last one up with your crazy bottles and coins, and you made no money. <laughs> Nothing. No money. Nada. Dr. Lori is an award-winning TV personality and TV talk show host, a PhD in art history, and she travels around telling people how much their stuff is worth. She researches it. She's done it for us a bunch of times. And so I have some coins. This is what we're going to talk about. Got the coins here. 1920, 1905, 1934. And Dr. Lori is on because I think I got something worth something. I think I got something worth something. All right, let's go with Dr. Lori. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. It's one of my favorite intros that we play because it goes, Dr. Lori's on. And she is one of my favorite people. Dr. Lori, <laughs> PhD in antiques appraising. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Bobby? Doing really good. What do you have in front of you there today? I've got some stuff from all over the world. Yes. So a couple of p- things from Panama, a couple of things from Mexico, a, a nice um, Alaskan basket, woven basket, just a couple of things from traveling because people travel now. <laughs> and when people come to you at these shows that you do or these appearances that you make, yeah. would you say there are more people that are like, I can't believe it's worth that much or more people that are like, it's only worth that much? I think there are more people who say, I can't believe it's worth that much. I, I think. Most people think, over the years that I've been doing the, the antique appraisal comedy tour, most people think it can't be valuable just because it's mine. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's not true. A lot of things are valuable that are just hanging around your house. Man, she's appraised everything on this show. From the Beanie Baby collection that I bought from Ray for 100 bucks. I mean, <laughs> we've made a few thousand bucks off that. We've donated all the money, but it's crazy. And so we did Mighty's D's Pokemon cards, which... You know, currently sitting around $3,000 or so, which is pretty cool. Eddie brought in some bottles. Yeah, man. Some bottles and coins. That was awesome. Uh, Eddie needs a financial advisor. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Here's the situation, Dr. Lorraine. I know I've already sent you these pictures, 
And I never want to do the bit where I'm like, is this worth everything? Like Eddie, because then it's just disappointing. But I found these coins that I purposefully saved probably 15 years or so ago. And I can't remember why, but I know I found them or bought them and saved them. Can you talk me through and tell me if there's any value in these three coins? And I don't even know which one to start with, Dr. Lori. Well, let's just start oldest to the newest. How's that? Okay. Okay. So oldest one you've got is a 1905 coin. It's called a barber half dollar. Uh, It's pretty rare. It's 90% silver. (gasps) There's an eagle on the reverse. The eagle on the reverse is relatively important. It's in very poor condition. There are there are uh, stars of the 13 colonies, which is typical, but very poor condition. Yeah, the bat, Uh, the eagle looks like a dead pigeon. To be honest, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's still worth 75 bucks. (gasps) Wow! Wow! That's good. It's already better than Eddie's bottles. Yeah, and yeah. My, and my coin. Yeah. yeah. What if he? If, can, can you clean it and make it better? I tried to clean it. It's just, it's just okay. garbage. I think it was through you all know, the wear and tear of the war. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, keep selling yourself that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Babe Ruth had it in his pocket when he was playing for the Yankees. So all that's happened to this yeah. coin. So I'm not saying it's worth more, but you know. Okay. She makes a good point. It's about circulated versus uncirculated. So her point is good. You're like, hey, could you clean it up? But once it's circulated, people are touching it, it's hard to get it better. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty beat up. Okay, what's the next one, Dr. Lurie? So the next one is called a Morgan. All these are named for the guy who designed them. Okay. So the guy's name was George Morgan. We call it a Morgan dollar. So the last one was a half dollar. This is a Morgan dollar. Which one of the years? Because I have two, 21 and 34. 1921. Okay, got it. 1921. You'll notice that you've got a woman's head again, Liberty's head. And this one is rare too. And here's why it's rare. Look at, first of all, the blossom of the cotton in her hair is indicative or symbolizes the bounty of America in the great South and the Midwest. Is that the like tiara she's wearing? Not her tiara, but oh. there's a little sprig of cotton in her hair, like a flower. Okay. You see it? I mean, I'm I'm the guy you don't want to ask, do you see it? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. it's there. Okay. It's right there, like near her ear, above her ear. It's a little sprig of cotton. Got it. And that's important. The symbols on coins are really important. You also have the 13 colonies by the 13 stars. You can see that near the 1921. It's 90% silver as well. It's in good condition from 1921. The reverse has the has the eagle with the war arrows and, of course, the peace olive branch in his talons. You can see that. So yeah. this is a very sim- typical symbol of war and peace for America. Is it okay? a deal that it's upside down, the, the eagle? Because it's upside down from the head. Typically, yes. That's the way it should be. Got it. Okay. Dang, I was hoping mm. like an error oh, card. Dang fun. it. Okay. Yeah, people like errors. Um, this one, 100 bucks. Hey! Not bad. I'm up to 175. I'm already a winner. Holy cow. And then I have one left, which which I thought this one would be the least valuable because it was the new, I mean, new, 1934. It was, you know, it's not the oldest. But okay, what's this one? Well, the 1934 uh, coin is called a peace dollar. This one was struck. It was the first silver coin to be struck after the 1929 stock market crash and after the Great Depression that went on until about 1933. You want to see it? So this becomes a very important coin for collectors who are in the financial world because it relates to the comeback of America after the Great Depression. Come on. It has a lot of symbolism in it. It's modeled after the designer's wife's face and head. 
You'll notice that she too is Lady Liberty. And if you look at the T in Liberty, it looks like a hairpin. Ah, it does. It's one of the things that a lot of collectors look for. Amy's got the coin. It does. It does. That's that's clever. I, I, I have another thing to call out, but you might do it first. Go ahead. On the back, the eagle only holds the olive branch of peace and not the arrows of war. You so said a rare oddity. oddity. What was the rare thing on the front of it? On the front of it, the rare things are the V for the for the U in trust. That, it says Tovist? That's what I realized. Okay. T-R and then V. But that's a very typical sort of Roman look. That's a classical way to make the letter U. Oh. You make it like it's a V. But do all the coins have that V-U thing or just some of them? Just some of them. Okay. And on the back, something called a short E. If you look at the number one, the word one, O-N-E for one dollar, it's a short E. Do you see that, Amy? Yeah, I feel like the eagle's tail is cutting it off. Yes. Stupid yes. eagle move. Yes. <laughs> so it's important finding, and it's important in the world of collecting coins because it's the comeback of the American economy. It's important because it's 90% silver. It's a re- very rare piece. You've got the T hairpin. You've got the short E. You've got the V-U situation. And this coin is worth one hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> what? what? Are you what? serious? What? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You're stop joking! It. Stop what? it! Stop it! Did she say one hundred thousand dollars? I thought just... she was going to say a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Did you just give this to me? No, I did not. Oh. I handed it to you. Okay. You oh threw it. No, you handed it to her. You threw it to her. You threw a hundred dollars. Don't you ever throw that again? Are you? Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Wait, hold on. where did that? What the? What the... Hold on, Amy, what? But is this one of those things though, where it's like the Beanie Babies, where you're like. We say it's worth it. It's but not like the Beanie Babies, Bobby. <laughs> Don't get crazy. This is not like sell, the Beanie Babies. We couldn't sell really all the Beanie Babies. Where oh did you goodness. get this? I don't know. That's what I was saying. Okay, is it, could I sell this for it, for anything near that? I know of buyers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, and, and, and remember. Wow, we're selling. Bobby, remember like Coin Guy Kyle or whatever that came up here? Yeah. But I don't remember his exact name. I think it was Kyle. Yeah. This is this is insane. This is insane. You know what's crazy? We just made money. Do you have a <gasps> mouse in your pocket? You said if anything was over ten thousand dollars, we get ten percent. Mark it oh. down. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, wow. but I said oh one God. I said one person does. Give yeah. me ten thousand dollars. It's not you. Somebody we're gonna spin the wheel. Oh, oh my god. Oh wow. I just made ten thousand dollars. <laughs> this it's is amazing. Funny. I don't know what to say here. I don't need Give me the coin back. Lori, are you sure? That's a great question. Give me the coin back. Lori, are you I'm sure? I'm not throwing it. Am I sure? What are you talking about? Am I sure? I'm always sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you Fantastic. Don't to, you don't have to be gentle with it. You just hand it. It's a coin. No, no. it's uh, Bobby, you no, better no, no. put that here. No, no. I'll, I'll lock it down. Okay, That's here. You can have a lunchbox. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is. What? But So what do I need to do with this coin? I'm happy for you, Bobby. But now I'm scared to, what to do with it. Oh, my well, gosh. Well, you got to protect it, right? So, you know, it's a good idea to get it somewhere safe. Tape it because, because, you know. Staple it. Yeah, yeah, super glue. Staple Tape it. it. Can you imagine? You need to hire a security crew. How much? Do, okay. So, oh, my gosh. A couple in the weeds questions. Let's say I sell this coin. And I make fifty thousand dollars or a hundred, as you say. I mean, I get to keep. The, I mean, that's my money, right? Well, yeah. Well, who's How is it not your money? Well, yeah. it's like there's a fee sometimes for a broker. Oh, do you have to pay taxes? Well, that's on this? all. That's depending on how you decide to do it. Like, if you want to sell it, sell anything. If you want to sell anything through a broker, you're going to pay them a fee to find the buyer. What's a fee for? Let's say this coin 
I gave it to you and you are my broker. How much would you charge? Okay, I'm me? not I don't do that, oh, but okay. if you were to go to a typical auction house, they could they could have a broker fee, sometimes called a seller's premium, anywhere between fifteen and forty percent. Whoa! <sighs> wow, they're gouging you there. Okay. I'll sell for ten percent. <laughs> to who? Wait. I'll find them. Dr. Lloyd, how- <laughs> well, how- he seems motivated. <laughs> That's what you want. Dr. Lori, how how do you make your money, if you don't mind me asking? Because how do you, you know, if you're not taking I, a percentage? Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of appraisers do take a percentage. I don't mind you asking at all. Um, when I started as a professional appraiser and left my university teaching job, my museum jobs, I said I don't want to be a broker. I'm going to charge for my appraisal services, and I have the ability to appraise everything. So I charge a rate for my appraisal services. There are rules of what you can charge. So I charge on an hourly rate because there's act you can't charge based on a percentage of what something's worth. Gotcha. Otherwise, everything becomes very valuable because you're charging on a percentage. So it's an hourly rate, and I get charged by appraisal. But that's a very fair question, Amy. It's not a problem. I'm, yeah. shaking, I'm shaking right now. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I is am a great shook it. It's like he. You know how you, something big news is given to you. All you hear is he. Oh, in your ears, the ringing. I, I'm shaking right now. This is fantastic yeah, news. What's the next what step? Are you what do, do? We, what do we do? I don't know. What do we do? We got to move. What we got to start when it, we got to strike while the iron's hot. Let's do well, this. Well, it's not that kind of issue. You know, it's not sort of like, oh, I got something on an anniversary. Can I keep you know it I mean? and it grow in value? It can increase in value over time. I understand if you want the money tomorrow, then yes, strike while the iron's hot. But right now, the economic climate for a lot of collectibles is not the best of the market's not the best it's ever been. Oh. So if I were advising you as a client, like I advised a client recently and I said, well, this is not the best market for you to do this. In. And he said, well, I need the money for this other thing I'm doing. So, you know, he decided to sell now, but you could actually hold that and you'd be well versed to see this thing increase in value. Okay. How much do you think I could safely get if I sold the coin I right now? I think you wait at least until the 100th anniversary, which would be 2034. Yeah, you're and mind. you're going to see right. this spike because typically on the 100th anniversary of anything, the value for that item goes up. Mm. So right now- I may not be alive made, in 11 years. No, no, don't speak that way. Yeah, and you've already waited a Oh my God, a long don't time. talk like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I waited not knowing it was valuable. Right, 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 right. I'd have sold this thing for- 500 bucks. And we may not be friends in 11 years. So, yeah. so you can't gotta, get your 10%. We got to spin the wheel now. Yeah, we got to spin that wheel. Well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I my God. So pumped. How much do you think I could sell it for right now, Dr. Lori? It's worth $100,000. You, you can sell it, it for that. You got to work at it. You got to have somebody who's helping you. I, you don't even need anybody who's helping you sell it. What's the most important thing about selling any object? Public awareness. You have public awareness. Oh, my God. My head's throbbing. I mean, everything's throbbing. All my body parts are throbbing right now because I cannot <laughs> well, believe what just calm happened. Calm down. Put your blood pressure down. Calm down. Okay. It's not that much money. Uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Lori, where do you live? Yeah, because yeah. see, Dr. Lori, well, you know, in my world, in her world you know, yeah. my world, Things are going for a lot more, but that's an excellent oh, yeah. piece. I don't want to dissuade you. It's an excellent, excellent piece. Okay. Um, you guys. Man, I'm, I'm about me. to go look through my quarters. Me too. <laughs> I mean, it's not a quarter, what, what, though. What, one day, Bobby's just like, oh, we found these coins. I no, can't I remember, remember saving I them. I just didn't know why. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But did and, my and you know, coin. Bobby, most... I'm go sorry ahead. to go... interrupt you. No, you're good. Most I just thought maybe my can... coin inspired him to bring his coin in, which, you know, it's, it's oh, meant to be. Well, yeah. So maybe you're owed more, right? No. You think? Okay. And- I'm sorry, Dr. Lori. They're, they're interrupting you, and you're my best friend now. So <laughs> what, what, what were you saying there, Dr. Lori? No, I'm just joking around. I'm just saying that in terms of it, 
Um, most people think that the oldest one will be the most valuable, and it's typically not the oldest thing that's most valuable. I thought that. A okay. Across the board. Here's what we're going to say about Dr. Lori is her website is drlaurieV.com. You can follow her on socials at drlaurieV, L-O-R-I. I would like for you to go follow her. Very interesting. You, if you have something that maybe you, you want to look at, look, I don't know what to say. I'm going to have Dr. Lori hold for a second. I'm going to talk to her off the air. Make sure we get, I don't know what to do with this coin. I feel like I'm going to get jumped by you guys. I don't know what's up. So no, let us break. You. Yeah. you are. You are. Oh, no. I genuinely you. am. Lunchbox. All happy. How do you feel about I'll me I'll right help now? you. Congratulations. I'm just like another Bobby Wynn, of course. Like, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, see what I mean? Thanks. Okay. Dr. Lloyd, please hold. Um, Is she coming back on? Yeah. Like, after the, after we break? No. Oh, because I have some private conversation to have with her. What? Okay, but before, Dr. Lloyd, I'm going to need you to come back because you know what's in transit to me right now. What, your dolls? Yes, my Madame Alexander dolls. They're on their way. I got a picture of them in the box. And guess what? I had no idea my mom saved the original boxes and they're in Excellent. Them. I'll trade Excellent. you this coin <laughs> for your car and those dolls. I'd trade it right now. What? Do it, Amy. No, because we don't know what the dolls are worth yet. Exactly. Do it. Oh, my, Amy, $100,000. Your you. dolls ain't going to be worth $100,000. Her guarantee. car and the dolls. What kind of car is it? It's a nice one. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, Dr. Lori. Uh, back in a okay. second. Let me play this song. Uh, this little something called Money. But no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Back in a second. Bobby Bone Show. Here's a voicemail we got last night. You're talking about Raymundo on the cruise. And you made the comment that Raymundo is the only one that digs through his DMs. And I'm sitting here laughing because it is true. Raymundo, yeah! I had this idea for Crack Your Back. And you all crack your back. And I had my wife DM every member of the show. And Ray Mundo DM'd her back. Said it was a good idea. So we love you, Ray Mundo. Season! Yeah! Did we do that bit on the air, Ray? And did you claim it as your own? No, no, no. It uh, didn't meet that qualification. I thought it was a fine bit. He said everybody on the show should pop their back and see who gets the most pops. <laughs> We've done worse bits. To be I, mean, I mean, it sounds kind of like lame, but we've done worse bits. How do you pop your back? Like twist it? I would um, enjoy that. Like you grab, for me, I grab people's arm, make an X in front of their chest, wrap my arms around them and lift them up. And that. Oh, you actually pop them. Yeah. Eddie, get over there. I mean, yeah, I'll do it. Does it feel yeah. good? I'm not doing the bit. We're not doing the bit. Oh. Good. <laughs> if you want me to pop you back in the middle of a commercial, we can do that in commercial. I thought we were going to do the bit. Yeah. A chiropractor could come in and crack our necks. Oh, that's okay. weird. No, I don't want to. Oh. Uh, this is Megan from New Mexico. I wanted to give you a call and give you a morning horny. There's two muffins in the oven. One muffin says to the other one, man, it's hot here. And the other muffin says, ah, talking muffin. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's ah. funny. Ah, that's a talking muffin. <laughs> that's funny. Do you get it? You're, you're confused. I don't understand. Like she said, there's two muffins in the oven, right? Mm -hmm. And one screams. It's hot in here. And the other one looks at it and goes, oh, my God, a talking muffin. But what's funny is that uh, the muffin that's saying, oh, my God, a talking muffin is also talking. It does. It's just. Yeah, it, it really doesn't make any sense. I thought it was funny. It, oh. it is funny. It's funny. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, finally, Scott from New Orleans has given us a fun fact for Fun Fact Friday, which we did a few minutes ago. Fun fact. The lint inside your pocket actually has a special name, and I believe it is NUR, spelled G-N-U-R-R. -R. Not sure if anybody really knows that, but it actually has its own name. That's crazy. There you have it. NUR. Thank you very much. Here's Amy's pile of stories. You feel okay? 
better yeah. getting there. Yeah. It's in and out. Well, you don't have to do the pile. I can do it if you don't feel like your voice is there. I'll, how about I set you up and you go? Well, I don't yes. have the story. So how about you just go and then we'll see what happens? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I have the story. So go ahead. I know. That's what I mean. Sure. Okay. So I have some Father's Day gift ideas because uh, in case people didn't know, it's on Sunday. Got it. So, and this is from AI, chat GPT. Like they came up with this list, whoever they are. Okay. Okay. Personalized engraved items. Okay. Probably too late for that. Pretty broad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Unless late. you do it yourself. You cut it. You take a knife and you cut it yourself in there. Go ahead. Uh, tech gadgets, yeah. something like a smartwatch, wireless headphones, Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, AirPods. Well, niche. Those Bluetooth speakers, if, if they're not easy to charge, they just get lost and don't get used much. If you get somebody like AirPods, that's cool. You know what I saw? They ain't cheap, but it's cool. I, you always like the fogless mirror to go in the shower that you can suction cup up because you can shave in the shower. Mm-hmm. AI probably didn't do that because this is real brain yeah, talking with real, real life. life experiences. What was another one on there? Outdoor gear, like fishing equipment, they or like they like fish. to hunt. Yeah. Gourmet treats. I, the word gourmet, it's just used for everything. I don't even know what that means. Premium coffee would be an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gourmet. When you hear gourmet, I just hear a word. Fancy. That, that looks like gourmet, but because it's said gourmet, it's fancier, fancier things. Yeah, like I think of gorgeous treats. Wait, gourmet gorgeous. means gorgeous to what you? What are you talking yeah. about? Like it's good looking. Like if you're Got gonna have, like a like a if you're gonna say something's gourmet, it's gonna look awesome. Really fancy, sure. But you think gorgeous? Yeah, I think gorgeous. I don't really have. Like you see, let me just look up that definition. Gourmet, G O U R. Because I mean, they even have gourmet dog snacks. Like, yes. how's that fancy? Right. Gourmet. Here's a dig. A connoisseur. Uh, gourmet. That's a person. A connoisseur of good food. A person. With a discerning palate. Yeah, but I need a... Well, so other things in that category would be mm. craft beers, fine wines. Does gourmet mean fancy? Yes. Elaborately equipped for the preparation of fancy. Yeah. Specialized or exotic meals. Yeah, I just say it's fancy. Fancy is a good word. And then finally... Because and- we're gourmet like Applebee's <laughs> on a date night. Go ahead. Uh, an experience or a subscription to something. Like if, you know, he'd love to go to a sports game or a concert. A sports game. Hey, everybody, do you want to go to a sports game? That'd be fun. All sports. sports game. Or he, yeah. if he wanted to do a gourmet cooking class. Yeah, he doesn't. Okay. No. What else you got? All right. I'm going to run through the top professions we find sexy. There's a, Bartender. a male category and a female category. Ray, you thought the crumble cookie girl was hot, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I just threw it out there. But the fact that it came out so quickly, like jobs that are hot, you go, the girl that works at Crumble Cookies. If like I was your wife, specific. I'd have driven over to the Crumble Cookies that you guys go to and had to see what's up for myself because it was so specific. Well, we also go to like bakeries and stuff because we throw parties at the clubhouse and it just seems like they're always on the go. They're great cooks. That's attractive. Why not? I was So I was going to say that and I thought people know a crumble cookie lady more than they know a bakery. No, I don't think a woman who works at a bakery <laughs> is less known than a woman who works at crumble. All right. But Amy, did crumble cookie woman make the list? Uh, no. Okay, go ahead. What do you have? Okay, so the top sexiest professions according to women are firefighter, builder, police officer, doctor, and mechanic. Mm-hmm. Mechanic. I think, I think to make out with or hook up with, but unless you're making a bunch of I mean, let's not act like it's not sexy if you have a bunch of money. Whatever you're doing. Right. Yeah. And I have friends who are mechanics. Two of them. They do fine. But no one's going to go and date or marry them just because they're a mechanic. They may get their car fixed. (laughs) Quick. Yeah. (laughs) But. A guy I went to high school with 
uh, has a mechanic shop. Yes, he has his own is shop. He, is he sexy? Runs his own business. Yeah, yes. He right. He's very good looking. Okay, well, whoa, 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 he's married. Relax, buddy. Whoa. He's married. Relax. Okay. okay, on the other side. Uh, professions according to men that are hot. Crumble cookie worker. No, but I mean, gosh, it's your typical flight attendant, yeah. nurse, yep. secretary, mm-hmm. which I am going to call administrative assistant, sure. teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, depends what she, what, what? Glasses and <laughs> what? hair up. It's the library. Says, it literally yep. says maid. Maid. Yes. But, but if they're wearing what? <laughs> Sexy maid. That maid outfit. Yeah. Naughty maid. Like French maid. We had a maid that That's wore a miniskirt when so... she was cleaning, but she wasn't. It, was... <laughs> it shouldn't have been mini or what? Oh, man. It was weird. Okay. At your house? Yeah, when I was a kid growing up. Amy, uh, next story. Your voice is starting to crap out. Mm-hmm. you have another story? Luke Combs. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sexy? Okay. You have hit, a clip? Hit fast car, please. Go ahead. So I remember when we were Tracy Chapman's version peaked at six. He's already beating her because he's at four. Nice. That's not good for Tracy. On the pop No, it's a different time. Okay. Way different time. But like you're the OG and then your cover's beating it? Different time though. This song wouldn't be popular if Tracy Chapman's version wasn't so good. It was so hard. It was much harder to get up the charts then. She wasn't a massive artist herself. The only song that she, uh, the only other song she had was Give Me One Reason to Stay Here. Oh, that's a jam. And I'll turn right back, back around. And I like Tracy Chapman a lot. But yeah, Luke Combs is massive. Yeah. So I'm not going the direction you guys would like me to go. Well, we, we, what direction is that? Yeah, well, you're going, say the cover's better than the original. No, no, I wouldn't think you'd say uh, that. And times are different back then. Yeah. Okay. You know, he doesn't change. Uh, there's a part in the song where she says she or mm-hmm. her. I don't know. I, he doesn't, he didn't change it. To, right. That's why I love it. I said it yeah. before. Like the oh, fact you said that, that before? He keeps it exactly as yeah. it is. Okay. Is what makes it so great. The only thing different is him singing it. Mm. But he stays true to it. It's awesome. Do you like the cover better than the original? I do not. Stop making me <laughs> pursue that avenue, Eddie. <laughs> Amy, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Back in 2021, Noble Haskell was in a car wreck and he was paralyzed. And the terrible part is he was an all-state runner. He could run like the wind. And he was like, you know what? They say I'm never going to walk again. Not only am I going to walk again, I'm going to run again. Two years of rehab, grinding, grinding. Some people would say he would fight, grind, repeat. Mm, last week, I would say that. <laughs> last week at his high school graduation, he walked across the stage. And he goes, he "I'm walked not walked across the stage." Yes. Wow. And he said, "I'm not done yet." They had a 5K race, and he was able to cross the finish line on his own. Dang. Dang, they told Ooh, him he was never fine. able to walk again. But what I hear is, fight, grand, repeat works. Yeah, who says that, though? Uh, I don't want to really <laughs> point my finger at myself, but... No, it's great. That is That rehab... I've been to rehab on parts of my body that were just only injured. Going through rehab to walk again, I'm sure, is very painful. It's every single day. It's all you're focused on. And there he is, back again running. That's a great story. He's, only, he's a teenager, too, huh? Yeah. Oh, you know, I went to finger rehab... When what? I cut my finger, oh. and I literally had to go every week, man, and I couldn't. I, it was like one centimeter at a time. Why could you just it? YouTube that if it's finger rehab? What do you mean? Because it's not like you got to get on some sort of equipment. The only rehab has. Oh yeah, I went to a hand specialist, man. She had. It yeah, was yeah, almost I get the like, hand specialist, but the hand, the finger rehab itself. It was almost like a workout gym, but just for your finger. You physically went all the weights tiny. <laughs> 
It was hardcore, it was, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do those uh, those Chinese uh, finger, <laughs> finger cuffs. cuffs. <laughs> like, if you can get out of this, you get to go to the next stage. That's pretty crazy. Eddie, I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's all right, man. I'm look over at you, now. Look at you now. Yeah. Now look, look, look at my finger. Now you're pointing to things like crazy. Hey. We don't even notice. That's right. Basically this, the same as this guy. This is about the other kid. No, no, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yes. but equal. I mean, parallel, right? Uh, great. What's his name again? Noble Haskell. Noble, we're proud of you, buddy. Great job. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next 15 minutes, Philip Phillips comes in with his guitar and plays this song, Home. Because I'm going to make this place your home. It's such a jam. He'll be in just a few minutes. Never been on the show before. 
I'm very excited about this. Now, let's go to Amy with the Morning Corny. Let's go. The Morning Corny. My friends love scaring the crap out of me. Okay. With friends like that, who needs enemas? Ah, oh, yeah, that's crap. funny. Okay. That's, I like that, Amy. All right. We, we did multiple <laughs> levels there. Yeah. It's dirty. That's good. <laughs> not, not dirty, dirty. That like, was the morning corny. But like, like enemas. Gross. Enemies. Yeah. Like, enemas. That's funny. enemas. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. Okay. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Philip Phillips. His Instagram is Phil Phil. Man, this song, Home. So good. Here you go. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. This was massive for him. Of all those songs on American Idol after you win, this is the biggest selling one. Cause this is the song he played, he won with. I love this song. Me too. I love this song. Like it should be on every TV show and something cool is happening at the yeah. end. Yeah. Like universally, heartwarming moment, play home by Philip yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Uh, he also has gone, gone, gone. So I will do it for you. Also a jam. Uh, so Will I, which we'll get to in a second. Here you go from the One American Idol. He lives in Georgia. It's, I met him playing pickleball. Here he is, Philip Phillips. The Friday Morning Conversation with Philip Phillips. Philip, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Appreciate you having me, man. Amy, I saw Philip. I, I, I mean, I guess I don't really know Philip. We spent a day together playing pickleball, but I didn't know him before that. Mm. We hadn't met, right? You didn't come up on Idol when met. I was no, working no, on it, right? No, I don't think we had met. Yeah, 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 I was before. before okay, but you didn't ever come up as like a... No, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I just, I was not cool then. I got uncool right after that, and then uh, they then they decided to have me back after you left, so maybe I got cool again after well, you Well, when I went cool. out, I said, you let Philip get up here right now. <laughs> um, I met, but I didn't know that it was Philip. We were playing in a pickleball tournament together. I thought he was a pro pickleball player. That's how good at pickleball he is. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, what? A-? And so he was showing. We were just playing. He's like ripping them, right? Ta-da. And so I asked somebody. I was like, where do these people live, these pro pickleball players? Where does he live? And Dirks Bentley was like, no, that's Philip Phillips, the singer. And I was like, <laughs> settle down. That guy, he'll all be. He's like, yeah. I was like, dang. But like, when did you pick up pickleball? Uh, like four years ago. I'd like... Uh, I, you know, COVID happened, obviously, and then I had some time. I was luckily to be home to be with my son. We had just had a son. He's three and a half now, and so I was home with him every day. But also, you get to be home every day as a musician anyways, and my mind goes crazy. And I like to be doing something. And a friend of mine said, hey, come play pickleball. I said, what the heck is pickleball? And so I went, and it was all these old guys, and I was the youngest one, and and they were just killing me and hitting me with a ball. I said, what the heck? And I loved it. And so I fell in love with it. And then, yeah, it was just become this release, a different type of release for me. And, uh, yeah, just absolutely love it, man. How much, yeah. how often do you play now? Um, I play as much as I can. If it's a, if I'm home, don't have anything much going on, it'll be between three to five times a week. I love it. He's so good. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. I know. I that's thought bad. he was a my, professional. A, my wife and I had to have a talk one time. She was like, hey. You know, you gotta, you gotta chill. Like, play it at night, or whatever. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I'll Did you get whatever. obsessed? Are you obsessed? I'm pretty obsessed. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you have pickleball yeah. specific shoes? I do. I are, all, <laughs> yeah, I got all that stuff, man. I'm such a dweeb, but yeah, I played. Yeah, I played some tournaments, and yeah, it's like you it's, played it's in tournaments. How'd you do? Uh, I've done, done all right. Yeah, I've done okay. Yeah, I haven't played in like a year because just been busy with this. Uh, yeah, finishing career. This new, new, <laughs> yeah, this you got to make money. Yeah. And finish this album and everything. So I'd like to get into it at some point. But uh, yeah, man, just obsessed. And you, you were good too, man. You got to have some good strokes. I've played a very 
little, played some, yeah. but you get there and you can see the it's all the pros are a different level. It's the pros and Philip and then everybody else. <laughs> it's kind of, and I, and I went to Philip. I was like, how often do you play? Where do because you, you don't live in Nashville? I don't. Yeah, I live in South Georgia. That's where my wife and I are from. So yeah, like I said, we got a little boy. His name's Patch, and uh, yeah, we it's we live a little bit a little bit out in the country. And um, funny, like me and Luke Brian are from the same area. So he's like the king, and then I'm like maybe the queen. Or the you know interesting like that. I like it I'm uh, there and he yeah so we live out in the country and so my boy he can just run around be crazy and run naked and nobody's ever going to see us and uh, and then I I don't do that so don't try to find me uh, running around naked but yeah it's it's a nice quiet town and we like it a and lot and there's enough pickleball there to stay competitive there's enough yeah we have some really talented players down there uh, David yeah, all these guys man <laughs> David. just like shout out David shout out David, David uh, uh, the Burkle yeah and uh, yeah he's <laughs> He's awesome, and we, yeah. I'm just like I said, man. I just obsessed with it. I don't, I don't do anything else, and I'm okay at it. I like photography. I really like that, but that I'm not, I'm not very interesting besides that. And I try to write music that is somewhat okay. Yeah. Have has pickleball ever influenced your songwriting? No. Everyone's okay. like, you got to write a pickleball song. I'm not doing that unless somebody says, here's a lot of money to make a song. You yeah. know. So uh, <laughs> no. Your name, and now everybody just knows it because you've just been around for a while you got wildly famous on american idol and tour but philip phillips we forget that that name is the same is that your real name it's my real name yeah people still stop me and say is that your real name i say yeah it's actually my dad's name but he goes by nickname and then uh because he hated the name growing up. And, uh, so, but then he gave true it to story. you? He had told me this. He's like, you ever, and my dad used to fight a lot. He, was this, he has these big hands, just, you know, big guy. And, and uh, he said, uh, he said you, you hate your name. People make fun of me. Make fun of you. I said, yeah, they make fun of me a little bit. I said, but it's not too crazy yet. He said, I hated it growing up. He wore glasses. You know, I fight all the time. I was like, so you decided to name your only son after the name you hated, and, and so that's that's my real name. And uh, it was easy to write in cursive when I was in second grade because everyone else was struggling, but I just did it twice. It's just it hilarious, cool. Philip Phillips. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like a boy named Sue. Like he named you that, and yeah. then now you got to get picked on. Then you get stronger because he named you that. And then yeah, there so you it's, go. it's a that's whack name. I mean, yeah, he wanted me to name my son that. I said, I'm not doing that to the kid, man. Like <laughs> heck no. So uh, yeah, went with a totally different name, want him to have his own identity, you know. Let me say this about Philip too, because I want you guys to go see him live because he's so good live and you'll hear him play in just a second. But you can go to philipphillips.com. It's the Driftback 2023 tour and a lot of the cities this show is in, he's there. DC, in St. Louis, Des Moines, Nashville. I could keep going, but go to philipphillips.com and go. By the way, um, the Caitlin Smith song is really good. Oh, thank Caitlin's you. Caitlin's a good friend of mine. Oh, man, she's so talented. Yeah. What a, man, what a voice. Yeah, she's incredibly talented. I love that song uh, that I wrote, and she just, yeah, she she really compliments it perfectly. Yeah, it's called Strangers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah really streaming. beautiful. She just took it up to a different level, and so, yeah, I love that song. I'm really, really proud of this album, man. First album in five years, and uh, really represents the past five years. No pickleball. But uh, a lot of other feelings, you know. So the song "Eating the Pickles" not about no, not that one. Yeah, pickle. that's a different something kind of else. Pickle. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah. before we get into the new stuff, would you mind? Would you just pl- humor me and p- would you play home? Yeah, yeah. Do you get tired of playing this song? I mean, it's you know, I, I, it's it's got it's done a lot of things for me, and I've the answer the is next, yes, yeah, buddy. It's uh, yes. No, I like it. It's it. It's cool. I like uh, it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, we you, believe you, Philip. Just tell me when to yeah. stop playing. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Philip Phillips. 
Hmm. I didn't know how much you wanted like to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like it. I felt like you were shutting down like a robot. We're like, plug him in, boys. <laughs> Charge him back up. Uh, Philip Phillips is here. He's going to come back in a second to play something from the new record. And again, go to philipphillips.com. Go watch his shows. He is not leaving. I got a lot of questions, uncomfortable questions from our listeners. We also have listeners who have left you voicemails. Okay. And it's just going to get really sexy weird. voicemails. It, yes. They're all <laughs> breathing hard into the phone. Ooh. We will come back in a second with Philip Phillips. The Friday Morning Conversation with Philip Phillips. I have a lot of questions for you, Mr. Philip Phillips. Mm-hmm. What, what is it like to get famous real quick? Uh, I mean, it's pretty awesome. You get a lot of free stuff. You get some money, and uh, you go out to a restaurant, which is my favorite thing, and people will just bring you things to try. And I oh, love yeah. food so much. I mean, you know. It's that just, part's cool, and I'm going to tell you, I never even thought about that, but I get that too, and it's amazing. Oh, my gosh, But like, uh, this is from the chef. He wants you to try this. I oh, never man. The thought chef about will come that. out and just bring you <laughs> something. Yeah. The actual chef, and I'm like, please, can I just come sit at your table or whatever it is? I need to just keep bringing me food. And they'll I explain it in detail. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sure. It tastes great. Just keep bringing it. Uh, Philip Phillips is here. I want to do something new, if you don't mind. Okay. You got the new record out. Yeah, dude. Um, so, and you got the tour. The, the album's Drift Back. Drift Back, yeah, yeah. And the tour is the Drift Back tour. tour yeah, I, there's yeah, something very creative. There's a theme there, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, you have this record. It's been <laughs> like a long time name. since you put out a full record. What's the deal? Yeah, just five years, man. Like I said, uh, I, you know, it was really hard for me to f- get the right some right parts in my uh a career for like uh, getting the right management to help steer that. I, you know, obviously I went through a lot of things um, after Idol, and um, and and so getting that part figured out, and I really feel good about my management and all that. And I've got, I've always treated people like I want to be treated, you know. And and then writing a bunch, man, just writing a ton, and then finally it just made sense. Finished these these songs, and these ten songs really represent these past five years, man. The there's some sadness, there's some happiness, and uh, just hits all of the emotions, you know. In life, you get a little older, little. Th- I'm not old, I don't think. I don't consider myself old, but I'm just saying you go through a lot of things in life that are ups and downs, and and you, and for me, writing it out is how I deal with it, you know, and uh, and maybe a little bit of humor, but. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just really proud of it. It might be really bad. It might suck. Uh, we'll be the judge. But, we'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you judge. Yeah, you play yeah, the song. You, We're gonna judge the whole thing. Performance yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the show you come into and you leave feeling worse. Um, so from the new record, would you play "So Will I"? Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. You yeah, like that I one? It. Yeah, I love this. Okay, one. it's making uh, sure. Yeah, I lo- I, lo- I really love this song. Uh, fun to play on the guitar and. Uh, Awesome. Yeah, right. just fun, fun. So, yeah, play for you. Here we you. go. Philip Phillips, So Will I. That's a jam right there, boys. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Dang, Ooh, you kind of scared me there. And uh, I had to get it all out there. I hadn't got to remember things. You Did know. not scare me one bit. Actually, made me feel <laughs> nice and warm inside. Uh, Philip Phillips, man, that's from the new record. Man, that's that's so good. That song's really good. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I like that one a lot. It's a little sax at the end. Got to get the sax back in there and uh, get the nerves out, too. Yeah. I do want to. playing a new song. How many times you played that? I uh, never played it live, so this is the first hey. time. I guess. So yeah. Hey, there we go. That's yeah, awesome. always making people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do it here it. on this show. <laughs> hey, killed it though. Thank I do you. want to play a little bit of "Strangers" uh, for, yeah. with Caitlin Smith. Ray, would you please hit that? Crazy how our time is in arrow, shooting us forward. I do it all over and over again, just to be strangers. Just to be strangers. Oh, I can still see us 
That's awesome. You're awesome. Caitlin's awesome. Oh, she's incredible, yeah, man. Yeah, great. her voice is so good. I have some questions from listeners here, and this is question number one. We have three of these. This is our first voicemail. Go ahead. Hey, I've got a question for Philip Phillips. I just want to know what his middle name is. Oh, please say Philip. Uh, it is uh, Philippe. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I hate my middle name, uh, but it is Ladon. It's French, is what I say. Not the direction I was expecting. <laughs> what? But. Why? And what does it mean? I have no idea. It's my dad's name, and uh, yeah, I, I just I just say it's French because it sounds cooler that way, and people seem more impressed. And I might be right, but y'all can like Google it. How and do you see spell it? L A capital D. Don't forget that capital well, D, yeah, yeah, that yeah. big D O N. From Arkansas, we'd be like okay. laid on. Yes, laid on. I get that a lot. Laid on. <laughs> That's Bobby laid on over there. <laughs> All right, here is question number two. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I occasionally see Philip Phillips out with his family on Saturday mornings for breakfast at a local restaurant. And I've been so tempted to go up and ask him for a picture, and I've been scared to do that. I know he's with his family and he's eating, but I was wondering if you would just ask him um, how he feels about that and if that would be too awkward. If he doesn't want for that to happen, that's fine. I just would like to know. I have a rule that I talk about on this show. That if somebody's with their kids or if they're eating with food on their plate and they're famous, you don't bother them. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. The second one for sure. I, when I have a mouthful of food, yeah. it's like, come on. Uh, but uh, me and my kid, I do try to keep him separate. You know, we don't – I don't let him – I don't, like, put his face out there or anything like that. We're pretty private. But I'm a really friendly guy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be rude to anybody. So come on up. I'll either be uh, super awkward like you're thinking and we can make it an awesome, awkward time, or I'll just be really nice. That I, and I usually am – I feel like I'm pretty nice. I think you're way – nice too but i would like to say if it doesn't matter if it's philip if you see somebody famous and they're with their kid or they have food in front of them that's a no-go any other time they know what they signed up for yeah but yeah i agree yeah yeah it's yeah it's such a weird thing it is yeah and people yeah i mean because people feel so grateful yeah people so feel like they're so uh a part of your life and it's uh you know and And they are and they are you know and and it is it's it's such a cool thing and i'm very thankful for everybody and uh, but yeah sometimes there's moments where it's like you know it's all right you know come on Mashed potatoes or baby, don't come up. (laughs) Uh, Here's one more. It's Molly from Gallatin, Tennessee. Want to let you know that I had a scam alert. I got an email from lab results wanting to inform me that they've received and reviewed my recent lab results and they'll be calling me shortly. Anyway, I wanted to know, Philip, Philip, have you ever been scammed by something? Let me know. Love the show. Uh, I, I, I did, uh, I was, I, I did a show one time and then I, 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 and then you get a contract and that was something interesting that, so maybe that was partially a scam. You get a contract. <laughs> like without going into details. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I can't, yeah, I'm just trying to be funny, but it's, yeah, that's, uh. Never mind. Did it just did not did, go did across a fake like promoter scam. No, again? no. It's uh, yeah. I, so I went through some legal stuff after American uh, Idol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's uh, it. maybe that. But other than that, I feel like uh, <laughs> I I, I, that I is try funny. to stay away from scams. That, that is that is funny. Right. Now, but we won't say anything else about it. You can Google that, but just check out. Is is the I word a word though? Is that a thing? Do you so yeah? Uh, I, it, I love them. Yeah, everybody's great there. Mm-hmm. It's just everything else that's. 
the connected the, yeah. the connective after tissue. the show's over that, that connective, connective tissue yeah. that comes with it you know uh that's but everything Scandler. came out really good like i said i always treat people how i want to be treated and uh you know i think good things happen to good people and then uh maybe the opposite happens to others sometimes you know it's an interesting every theory. So <laughs> and what were we gonna say Oh, I just was like, this amount of stammering, I feel as though one legally is trying not to say something. Oh, for sure. But the, the, yeah. I needed to, because I, yeah, I had to clarify about. for yeah. him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's been a little while. So that, I couldn't think of any other other scams because I don't, I'm too afraid to do any, like buy anything from. Well, I have this Nigerian like, guy that wants to get in touch with you. <laughs> okay. He, yeah. he owns a bank and he'd like to put some of his money in your just account. Send for him, a yeah, send him yeah, my yeah, cell yeah. phone number. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Philip Phillips, the new record is out. I hope you guys check it out. It is called Drift Back, the tour. He's all over. Okay, which, why Drift Back, by the way? Why Drift Back? Yes. So it's, like I said, it's been five years, and then I had a lot of lot of things going on, personal life, and uh, a lot of, just, yeah, a lot of like, tough things, situations, and a lot of amazing things. And, um, you know, so this, for me, it's been five years, and it's kind of just drifting back to music, and it had been so long, and drifting back to my fans, and, okay. and yeah, all these relationships. Is it going to tie in your favorite middle name to that? Okay. LaDawn, right? Okay, go ahead. Yes. LaDawn means... Strong, like, strong flow, like flowing into a river. And I feel like drift back, like you're in a flow that. back to, yeah, so you should embrace wow. Philip LaDon I should have put you on the thank you notes on the album. Mm. Wow. That's really, I didn't know, I didn't know that about my middle name. Uh, I, that's really cool. Uh, thank you for that information. You and now, maybe that. You can now appreciate it. Oh yeah. I'll come over and give you a hug after this. That was really nice. Just be LaDon Phillips, your side <laughs> personality. Yeah, LaDon. You can play characters so, yeah, from yeah. LaDon, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do Drift Away by Doby Gray? No. Oh. You ever play that? That'd be a good one. <laughs> it's all drift stuff now. <laughs> all right, Philip Phillips, you guys check him out. Philip, thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you for, very big, much, man. Big fan, uh, pickleball expert. Yeah, we'll hit some pickleball soon. No. Yes. No. <laughs> you can pay me for lessons. Okay, oh. <laughs> that's it. He's out of here. All right, there he is. Philip Phillips, everybody. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for easy trivia. Let's go. The category is Disney. Eddie, you're the returning champion. Yep, yep, come on. Yeah, the tiara on. You look great today with the tiara. Thank you. Thank Could be you. your last day to wear it, but good luck. No way. What Disney park is in Florida? That's Disney World. Correct. Morgan, what Disney park is in California? Disneyland. Correct. Amy, what is Disney's official mascot? Mickey Correct. Mouse. Yes. What is the name of Disney's streaming service, Abby? Uh, Disney Plus. Correct. Easy. Nobody goes home that round anyway. Easy. You're playing to five for the championship, and the score is Eddie four, Amy four, Abby four, Morgan one. Woo! <laughs> they get harder as it goes. Now, Eddie was up four to zero oh at one point. I know, man. Oh, I have, yeah. I've lost. I don't know this how This could many be the row. biggest choke in the history of easy trivia. Mm. Other famous chokes. The Atlanta Falcons in, Super, in the Super Bowl in 2017. <laughs> Big choke. They were up 28-3. They lost to Tom Brady. Big choke. The Golden State Warriors, 2016 NBA Finals. Warriors were up 3-1 over the Cavs. LeBron came back, one at 4-3. The Yankees were up three over the Red Sox. For only time ever that's happened. Red Sox won that. four in a row. The Cowboys, 2007 what? NFC Divisional Round. They were the top-seeded team that lost to the underdog Giants. So, Eddie is... Why would you bring that one up? On the on the cusp of being one of the biggest chokes of all time. You're trying to distract me, but you know what? I'm in the zone. Let's go. The category is 90s TV. Come on. If you miss it, you'll hear this right here. You've been booed. Eliminated. Eddie, which animated TV show features four boys? Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny. That's South Park. Correct. Morgan, Matt LeBlanc played which character in the TV show Friends? Joey. Correct. Amy, what show features a group of high school students facing the challenges of adolescence at Bayside High School? Saved by the Bell. Correct. Abby, what TV show follows the lives of four women living in New York City focusing on their friendships and relationships? Sex in the City. Correct. Good job. Oh. Next category. Famous songs from movies. Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland is from what movie, Eddie? Wizard of Oz. Correct. Morgan, Lose Yourself by Eminem is a song from what movie? If she misses this, <laughs> no, we'll have a for sure winner today. 
A new champion or an old <laughs> oh. champion? Lose Yourself by Eminem is from what movie? Eight Mile. Correct. <gasps> That's good. <laughs> what song did Whitney Houston sing for the movie The Bodyguard? I Will Always Love You. Correct. <laughs> a lot of grunts. A lot of grunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my dog about to throw up. <laughs> Abby, you're the one that I want by Olivia Newton John and John Travolta is from what movie? Greece. Correct. Next category, US <laughs> trivia. Eddie. Yep. Who wrote the US national anthem, The Star Spangled Banner? Francis Scott Key. Correct. Nice. Morgan, which US president issued the Emancipation Proclamation? Abraham Lincoln. Correct. <gasps> Amy, what year was the Declaration of Independence adopted? 1776. Correct. <laughs> wow. Abby, what was the name of the ship that brought the pilgrims to America in 1620? That's the Mayflower. Correct. <laughs> we got to go a little quicker here. MTV shows. Eddie, what's the name of the comedy clip show hosted by Rob Dyrdek that plays all the time on MTV? One more time. What's the name of the comedy clip show hosted by Rob Dyrdek that plays all the time on MTV? Hmm. I don't know this one. <laughs> uh, clip. Anybody know it? Oh Ridiculousness. Yeah, I just see memes that that's like the only thing MTV plays yeah. now. Thanks, yeah. Amy. It's all over. All right, here we go. <laughs> Stupid. What was the name of the reality TV show that Mike the Situation was a member of, Morgan? Jersey Shore. Correct. That's my girl. Eddie's now on. <laughs> now he's ready for me. Come on, Morgan. <laughs> Amy, which MTV show featured Ashton Kutcher playing pranks on celebrities? Punt. Correct. Abby, which MTV show featured Johnny Knoxville doing dangerous stunts and pranks? <laughs> Johnny Knoxville doing dangerous stunts and pranks. Uh, jackass. Correct. Animal nicknames. You need to answer quickly here. Eddie, you're eliminated. Yeah, thank you. Which animal is known as the king of the jungle, Morgan? The king of the jungle? Which animal? The lion. Correct. Yes. Amy, which reptile is often called the camouflage expert? Chameleon. Correct. Oh. Wow. Great job. Abby, which marine creature is nicknamed the sea cow? The sea cow? The sea cow. S-E-A-C-O-W. Marine creature? The blowfish. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, let's go hippo. for you. No, that was the hippo, right? It's no, a manatee. manatee. Oh. Wow, good yeah, for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, a sea cow is a manatee? Come on, Morgan. <laughs> Why? Morgan. The category is country fan clubs. Can I talk to Morgan real quick? Morgan, you're so smart. You're so you smart. You put me down like every no, week. Country fan not- clubs. Here we go. Eddie, yellow card for interrupting. Yes, sir. Morgan, which country music artist has a fan club called the No Shoes Nation? Kenny Chesney. Correct. Amy, which country music artist has a fan club called the Home Team? Thomas Rhett. Correct. Which country music artist has a fan club called the Church Choir, Morgan? Eric Church. Correct. Amy, which country music artist has a fan club called the Bootleggers? Toby Keith. Oh. Yeah! 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 
It's I, I, I don't Luke, know. Luke Combs. Okay. Luke Combs is the, the bootleggers. bootleggers. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Did anybody but, know that? No, I didn't. No, like, I, you, I, hey, let's, let's give Morgan our flowers here. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the song here. Yes. Luke comes seems her winning Wow, song. that's true, yes. Okay, Morgan, congratulations. Eddie? Oof. Man, <laughs> that's amazing. I, I wow. Morgan, like the, good job. Luke's team would be like the Oof. Columbia shirts. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, cool. Amy, I'd like to give you an idea of what okay. my night was like. It was a fine night, but if somebody on the show has an idea for a segment, they send it over. And sometimes two people send the same idea. But how, some what? what? How? Well, sometimes these two people send an idea about the same segment, but have different views. Oh of that yeah, segment. yeah, that happens. Yeah. Yes. Now no, this is what yeah. happened here with these two, these, the peanut gallery over right. here, Lunchbox and Eddie. They went and guested on a UFC podcast, where they and they both. I want to read you both of their descriptions about the bit they wanted to do. Lunchbox wrote, "I want to do this bit called Eddie the Douche." What? Eddie the douche? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Is it Eddie the dad? He wants oh, yeah. to do Eddie okay. the douche. Okay, ETD. Because of this. ETD. Yes. Now, Eddie. Stop it. Wants to do the bit of Lunchbox is trying too hard and tries to look cool and makes him look dumb. Or we could just call it Lunchbox the douche. No, <laughs> no, hey, come up with your own title. This is what you do. Okay. Whatever you want. So, who would you like to hear from first? Would you like to hear from? It's about the same thing. They did it together. Well, I mean, lunch with the better title. Okay, lunchbox. So. You want to do something called Eddie the, the douche. douche? Yeah. So this That's guy so asked us to be on his podcast it's called Extra Rounds. It's about the UFC. So Eddie, for the U, the interview, shows up in his UFC hoodie to act like he's this huge fan. Like, oh, look at me. Eddie hasn't worn the UFC hoodie in here in six, seven months, and all of a sudden we're having an interview, and he shows up like, oh, yeah, man, I'm a huge fan. Look at me wearing this sweatshirt. Oh, I love the he USC. He's a huge fan, though. Yeah. I understand. I watch it every week. Yes, you watch it, but that's what I'm saying. That's a fan. It's just like you're, you look so douchey because you bring it out of your closet just so you can look cool on the interview. It's like... But you also think people that wear band t-shirts Exactly. It's or, just like going oh, to the concert that, and wearing the band that. t-shirt. We know you're a fan of the band. You're at the concert. We get it. Wearing the shirt, you look like a douche. Wait, what'd you wear? I just wore a uh, regular hoodie. Which Nashville is crazy because you he have wears. a UFC hoodie on right now that yeah. you wear every day. Except every day. the one day. It was under my desk, but I was like, man, I don't want to look too like try to act. I'm no. like I'm a huge fan. Okay, thank you, Lunchbox, for your submission. Eddie's a douche. Okay, that's, now that's so dumb. Eddie's, no, it is. Eddie, hold on. Oh, a, I'm moderating this. Is he douchey mm -hmm. for that? I I need to hear the Eddie's response. Ed, this is not Eddie's response to Lunchbox saying this. He sent Eddie sent his version of this out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So they both had these ideas. They're not fighting with each other. They just wanted to attack the other one. This segment's called Lunchbox is Trying Too Hard. Okay, go ahead. So he gets on another podcast, and he doesn't, dude, it's like he doesn't know how to control his hands. He doesn't know how to control his mouth. He starts saying random things. I brought an audio clip. Listen to this. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate your time. We got to get you out to a, a fight again soon. Dude, I'm down. I it, would go. You tell me. Anytime I'm on a plane, I'm on a boat, I'm on a railroad car, whatever, taxi, a Uber. railroad car? Hey, whatever you need me to do, <laughs> UFC is my jam. Like, what? what is he talking about? He acts like he's not on the radio every day. Like, a railroad car? Where did that come from? That's trying too hard on somebody else's podcast. Do you feel like he was like that the whole interview? Yes, the whole interview. He was just trying to be over the top and, oh, man, bust out names of fighters that, I mean, no one knows these fighters, but he wanted to show that he's a huge UFC fan. 
I think from the get-go, Bones, he wanted to outshine me mm, because that's where it comes from you. And, and what I what I did, I came to the interview with my sweatshirt on. I think he planned to have his sweatshirt on, but when he saw me, I can't wear that too. Oh, that's, that's a good point. the angle. It's a good point. It's a good point. I would like to say. <laughs> That I think both of you are kind of wrong. What do you mean? Yeah. Because I don't think it's douchey for Eddie to wear the sweatshirt. And I also think Lunchbox, that's just how he is. He's Railroad a road car. Yeah, I, he clearly just couldn't think of the word train. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of what it was called. It's like, I mean, it's hey, like you know. You start so, naming all the, the modes of transportation. Uh, I got the train. Oh, so I couldn't funny. think of it. it, it, it oh, you're going to make me cough. <laughs> Uh, that thing that has two wheels that you sit on, <laughs> give cycle. Me a, give me a buggy. Give me okay. a tricycle. Oh right. I think you both are a little out of line. It's funny. I but, mean, but douchey to wear. The, I mean, the sweatshirt hadn't been out of his closet in six months, and all of a sudden. Nah. He, I don't think it's douchey at all. That part's not douchey at all. Thank you. And I don't think Lunchbox is being over the top in that clip. I think he lives over the top. <laughs> so it, so can hey, we get it, rid of Eddie the douche? That's a bad. That's just a bad name. Now we're gonna keep that name, and we'll we'll have more segments, you know, shortly. <laughs> How would you sing that melody? Uh, we should have his kids sing it. Well, no, 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 no. 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 You have to sing, you have to no. sing the same melody. Sing the same melody. Imagine? Go ahead, Eddie the douche. Okay, got it. That's it. Yeah, it's all <laughs> you. That's all right. <laughs> um, Amy, douche you for wearing sweatshirt. No. Right. Um, Thank was lunchbox you. any more douchey than he normally is? <laughs> <laughs> I am not calling Lunchbox the D word, but railroad car. I, I will say he. It seems like he was probably just a little nervous. excited yeah. and nervous, and he was passionate about going and whatever means of transportation to get there. He was going to get yeah, there. Yeah, I know your passion. Maybe I just know you're very passionate. Yeah, if he's going to invite me out to Vegas for a fight, heck yeah, I'm railroad gonna, car, baby. Whatever I need to do to get there, I'll be there. Segway. But that's what, yeah. ha that's what happened last night. Hot air Both of their segments came in like 20 minutes from each other uh, about each other, but not in response to the other person. What an idiot. Jet ski, <laughs> hoverboard. Hey, Eddie, what do you know? You're not wearing that UFC hoodie today. today. Play it again, play it again, play it again. Dude, I'm down. I would go. You tell me. Anytime I'm on a plane, I'm on a boat, I'm on a railroad car, whatever, taxi, a Uber. railroad car? Hey, whatever you need me to do, UFC <laughs> is my jam Oh, man. That's funny stuff. Huh? Horseback. And he goes, he couldn't think of train. Okay. Okay. I'm going to wow. play a song because yeah. I've got this allergy thing. I'm going to start coughing again. <laughs> <laughs> Who delivers babies? The stork. The stork. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, the ride, I'll ride the stork. A unicorn. Golly. Uh, Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Blount County, Tennessee. A 42-year-old woman was upset because the garbage men kept coming too early to pick up the garbage. So last week when they showed up, she was waiting for them on her front porch with the old mm -hmm. shotgun. Uh, pump shotgun? Earth. And, and doing, for what reason? They're coming too early. No, I know, <laughs> but what was her reasoning that she needed a shotgun? Uh -huh. Why not just say, hey, guys, is there any chance you could come a little later? They probably can't. But they're going to listen more intently if she has a shotgun. Yeah, you know for I mean? a minute, but they're not going to have to hear her often and for long because she's going to go to jail. That's a good point. <laughs> so, but again, like, what's the reasoning with the shotgun? And also, if it's too early, why is she waking up to go? If she can just go sit on the porch and talk to them, she's already awake anyway. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Anyway, obviously, she's a bonehead. Tell me more. So as they picked up her trash with the, she shot at the back of the truck. She shot. <laughs> so they drove down. The only problem is it's a dead-end street, so they went to the end of the street, and they had to go back by. Did she shoot at him again? 
She shot at the passenger door. What mm. on earth? So she goes to jail and then goes early as they want to pick up trash. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine that happening in your cul-de-sac? It's like a drive-by <laughs> shooting, except the drive-by was the one getting shot at. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to jail, obviously. Yeah, she got arrested. I would just imagine she's not supposed to have a gun either. Because mm. if you make idiot decisions like this, she's probably made other idiot decisions to the point where they're like, you can't have a gun anymore. And she took out an iPad and yelled at the workers, do you want to film me while I shoot at you? Yeah, she's real dumb. Wow, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> I wonder if they're still coming in early to pick up the trash. They can now because, again, skip that she's out. in jail. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's hazard pay, too. All right, Lunchbox, that it? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. At 10 o'clock Central, tickets to my comedically inspirational comedy show. I should call it comedy show and game show because I'm going to do a game show. Oh, yeah, as well. yeah. It's, it's going to be a whole experiment. I'm using my own money. But I think it could be cool. But tickets, 10 a.m. Central, so we're almost there. Um, so go and get tickets. It's the Nashville show. It's happening in July. But bobbybones.com, front and center, you will see tickets up for there. I, I'd love for you to come. Because if you don't, then I'm going to have to come back and be like, well, I got COVID. Mm. I had to cancel the show. Mm. Even if I don't have COVID. That's what everybody did. <laughs> they can always blame it on COVID. That's what I'm going to do. Be like, mm, guys, Sorry, got guys. COVID. Got to cancel the whole tour. <laughs> so uh, bobbybones.com, get your tickets. You can also go over to our socials because we have the premiere of Lunchbox's Sonic commercial. Oh, yeah. The, the one that he told us was a TV commercial? Yeah, a TV. There are talks that if it gets good traction, then they could go to TV. There are talks. Yeah, He's making that up. Yes. Of course he is. Yeah. So last week we found out Lunchbox was going to be in a commercial. He told us it was a TV, TV commercial and he's going to get paid a lot. But actually, it's just an ad that we did on our socials. It is for Sonic, and it's good, but here is a video intro where Lunchbox is placing his order on the Sonic app from the studio. This is his acting. Go ahead. Got the double cheeseburger, got the tots, got the cherry limeade, missing ice cream cone, boom, and let's eat. Convincing. Sounds like Do he's you ordering. say all that out loud when you order in? Like, yeah, you don't talk out loud when you order? I guess not. I just push the squares. <laughs> Like, because you're thinking, okay, what do I need? I want, what do I want? What do I want to eat today? And you talk it out loud. I mean, I don't know how you guys, you guys are weird. You know, it sounded good. It actually yeah. sounded good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Lunchbox arrives at Sonic to pick up his order. Here you go. I'm here to pick up my order. Did you do it on the app? <laughs> Why, yes, I did. Okay, if you'll wait right up there, I'll bring it up. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think the girl is the, the star there. Oh, stop. She sounds stop. awesome, stop. right? Let's see how natural she yeah. sounded. Stop. Ray, would you play that again? I'm here to pick up my order. Did you do it on the app? <laughs> Why, yes, I did. Okay, if you'll wait right up there, I'll bring it up. I've been to Sonic a bunch. That sounds right. legitimate. <laughs> exactly. No, to her. What do you mean? Well, well she was a real car hop. I know. So, right. He's know. a real person that orders food at Sonic. <laughs> That's true. And here's the order being delivered. Hello? Oh, What's up with the music? Was... Is it just in the, that commercial the whole time? I, yeah. I think it gives him like a security blanket, too, to not really hear the acting. <laughs> but okay, go ahead. Oh, thank you. That was super fast. Oh, you forgot. No, Tots are right here. That was awful quick. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. She didn't spill a drop. Oh, yeah. I bet I could do that. Because she's in roller skates. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you can see the whole thing <laughs> at Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> wow. It's on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. She didn't spill a drop. <laughs> and did you hear that last line? I bet I could do that. Yeah. Part two coming soon. Okay. Oh, is that what that means? Oh, just a little tease. There may be some more action. More commercials coming. We from- can't wait. We can't wait. Go check it out at Bobby Bone Show. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. <laughs>
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.